The world is in crisis. Sensationalist rants are given the same credence as concrete proof. Panic supersedes prevention. Fear supersedes fact. Science is trumped by, well, you know. While most of society is waiting for shoes to drop, infections to rise, and martial law to take hold, one community has stepped up. Musicians. For every dread-fueled post about the virus, we're seeing musicians from every genre rise to the occasion, sharing live music online, releasing free concert downloads, and even creating new, original songs to get fans through the worst of this ongoing storm. Likewise, countless viral videos are showing people in the worst of times and with their worst fears playing out in real time, coming together to share in the power of music. These moments may be fleeting, but they'll be forever ingrained in our minds. Some would say the world needs heroes. I say it already has them, sharing their songs with the world. But we need more. We need more art. We need more music. We need more kick-ass rock and roll. We need the power of music and let it drown out the lies, the fears, the sorrows. We need to change the way we handle these crises, and we need to hold our governments accountable for misinformation. In the words of some very talented men, we're an automatic, systematic breed. All the true fanatics, the problematic seed. All the new dramatics, the lions that we feed. We give it all that we need. We've got to kill the machine. If this crisis has taught us anything, it's that of the importance of family. And no friends have ever become family quite like our immensely talented brothers in cycle. We've mentioned them a lot because since the beginning of Needless to Say, they've been with us on every step of this journey. And now it's time we give something back to them. Maestro, you're getting the week off. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's an absolute honor to play, for the first time anywhere, the lead single and title track from Cycle's long-awaited new album, This is Kill the Machine.
Welcome back to Needless to Say. I'm Craig. I'm here with Dave and Brad. That, my friends, was Cycle. Kill the Machine. That was freaking awesome. God damn right it was. Yeah. That was, that was probably the best way to start a show that we've ever had. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I know Brad, Brad is pissed and happy at the same time because he's like, God damn it, I always start the show for us. But I like those guys. Right. I, I like our theme music. I like this better. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't argue this. Yeah. The guys, we've waited how long for this album? Yeah, longer well, than Craig waited for the T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, when it came time to promoting the song, Seth and everybody, they sent it on time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, honestly, I I am honored and privileged. Yeah, that was yeah, that was uh, quite awesome. Quite awesome. I I don't know. I mean, we've mentioned it a few times in passing, but we didn't want to talk it up too much. But in reality, what happened was this. Uh, the guys in Cycle, because they are our brothers, uh, yep. promised us that we would get to debut this song before any radio station anywhere else in this country. They're promoting us alongside roughly 50 national radio stations that are going to be playing this song on heavy rotation. Yep. And we got to do it first. You know, call it, you know, drunk bar bet's gone bad or whatever you want to call it. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I can't thank those guys enough for trusting us with their baby. And uh, hopefully this works out for everybody. And we all start yeah. making a lot more friends real soon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's big for us. The only heavy rotation that we're used to is our, our wife's wrath every month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I want to point out because obviously, People can tell this the show sounds a little different right now. Well, yeah, it started off with talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that. They've already stopped. They're like, wait, this is the wrong show. Yep. But uh, we don't normally sound like this to anybody that's new. 
We are currently separating ourselves from each other because of what's going on in the world. If you don't know what's going on in the world, sorry, Jared Leto. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And apparently the cast of Big Brother Germany. Really? Like, like, yeah, all over Europe, people are just dying around them, and they're quarantined in this house for a game show, and nobody bothered to tell them. No. <laughs> and, then, and then whatever network airs it over there, they finally decided, wait a minute, global pandemic, they might know some people that might be sick. A little yeah, easy. maybe, she, yeah. So they finally let them in, and it was kind of like what happened on Big Brother uh, when 9-11 happened. Yeah. And they waited two days to tell them that 9-11 happened, the biggest event in American history, arguably. And they decided to wait two days for the, you know, to preserve the integrity of the show. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, so but we, yeah, we are quarantined, man. Yeah, we're we're separated, and and uh, I we we talked about it yesterday about getting together tonight to do the show, and um, you know, I kind of I was gonna call it this morning anyway. I called it because. I, you know, these guys, they both work from home so that, you know, there's a difference there, but I'm out and about all day long. I travel from one end of the state to the other. I'm in multiple homes. I'm here. I'm there. And to me, I would just be devastated and to find out that I caused one of you, not one of you, one of your family members to get sick. (laughs) Well, thank you. We need a day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, he says like he travels from one end to the state to the other, like it's a big, it's forty miles. It's it's fucking it takes <laughs> yeah, it takes about twenty minutes to do that. I, most, <laughs> most of my friends out of state live in counties bigger than our state. Oh yeah, yep, yep. No, but I'm just saying I'm because you know because of my job, I'm just all over the place, back and yeah. forth, and I'm over here, over there. And... You go to people's houses all day long. Yeah. you don't know. Yeah, exactly. And, and I didn't I feel mean, comfortable. Yeah, no, it's it's tough doing a show like this, but Brad and I are so happy we have an excuse to not let you into our houses. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm nodding and agreeing. I'm still getting used to this remote thing. Yep. Yeah. But I have to tell you, I'm nodding and agreeing with Dave 100. percent I've been looking for years. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had one because you drive me the fuck everywhere. Yep, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Yes. Can you please come pick me up and drop me off? No, you can't come in my house to say hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he always meets me in the driveway. <laughs> it's going to be like 2024, and I, you know, Craig's going to be like, I haven't seen the kids in years. And I'm like, no, coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hold on, I have a picture on my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Craig's oh, going to come shit. in telling them a story, fairy tale, Peter Pandemic. <laughs> so, uh, it's funny though, because in the beginning of, the, of all this, you know, we talked about how you know, and I was, I was right there. I was like, ah, it's like the flu, and everybody, it'll be fine, and you know, it's not a big deal. Uh, it is a big deal, and um, just look at Italy. What's happening in Italy right now? Uh, it's fucking awful. I have some thoughts on that, and a lot of other people do too. Truth is, did you know that Italy is the second oldest? nation in the world by per capita per capita yeah the average their median age is like 48.6 or something like that it's, it's ridiculous wow. because they're so laid back and they're so laissez-faire about everything yeah you know and not to mention you know drinking wine since you're like a fetus yeah their bodies are like they're just predisposed to live longer but at the same time they're also very demonstrative people 
they're constantly hugging and they're all over each other. And I, I don't mean to like generalize, obviously not everybody over there is like that, but as a collective whole, it makes a lot of sense that the disease would spread quicker over there. And then also that the elderly would be more susceptible to it. So I, I, I it's tragic what's going on over there. You love yep. seeing people singing from buildings and all that. But that aside, they're the second oldest country in the world next to Japan, who are the least demonstrative people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So their success rate is very high. Textiles and sex toys and such. Then they're very demonstrative. Yeah. You can, you oh, can yeah. buy panties out of a fucking vending machine, but nobody wants to hug you. Do you realize how many rubber doll holes have coronavirus right now? <laughs> Gaping rubber axe wounds. Yeah. Just oozing with some businessman's weird karaoke fueled jizz rocket from the night before. Oh, God damn it. Throw the hand sanitizer in the stockpile next to a rubber factory. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> a lot of squishing and burning. Yeah, but yeah, they don't have is... like they don't have sanitizer over there. They have that shit that they used to clean gym floor mats with. <laughs> 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 oh man, now this is fucking crazy though. I mean, it's fucking insane. It's not. I, I was telling you guys earlier. It, to me, it's it's not. I'm worried about the virus, and the illness. That's that's not what's worrying me. What worries me is panicky people that don't know any better yeah that's what that's what worries me is i'm not worried about having you know stuff to do i'm not worried about getting sick you know we talked yeah. about the, the rates and mortality rates and things it's we're seeing more cases because more people are being tested so that's not a surprise what worries yeah. me are the people that are worried and panicked and don't know how to handle it that's yeah. what concerns me is is, is it's society. People are just fucking nuts, man. I can't handle it. I, I went out this morning to the grocery store and I got 95% of what I set out to get, which is probably no different than any other time I've gone shopping. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. right? The, the difference is there were so many people with masks and gloves and all these, um, and, um, and I see how they're behaving. It's not just what they're wearing. It's their demeanor and how they're acting and their, yeah. things like that will just, cause other people to panic a little more a little more and it just escalates and when you get a group of people that start panicking together that's when shit gets out of hand yeah how about the guy in the bank today did like a little cough but like not even it wasn't a cough like it was one of those like clear throat like <clears throat> like uh you know yeah. and the fucking bank halted <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and it was just like everybody fucking looked at the guy immediately and I three just, weeks ago, I three weeks ago, yeah. I could have showed up and went, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then spit right on my check number. Yep. Yeah. They're, they're all worried about some guy clearing his throat. Meanwhile, they're handing out paper tabs of fucking germs. Yeah. Yeah. Person to person. Yep. Did you see fucking OJ sanitizing his money, his winnings from the golf course? Spraying the money with stuff, and he was all, yeah, he was, it was like sixty three bucks. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. The, we're the not doing call? it. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, well, okay, I'll go. Uh, we're we're not doing headlines this week. No. Uh, one of the things that, that there was a headline that got me, and OJ saying if this goes on too long, he's going to go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 
and I'm and that's his quote. And I'm like, well, you know, I think we've seen this show before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like crazy, like you might kill someone. <laughs> You're gonna get all stabby, but he put it on social media. Like the world wasn't gonna sit there and go, Oh, thank God Nicole's not around. Yeah. Well <laughs> it was like two weeks ago he posted, or like a week and a half ago, he posted something about the virus. And saying how, you know, it. this is when everybody, you know, you still had a lot of people saying, oh, it's it's not a big deal. It's just a flu, you know. Um, and someone wrote, he wrote, oh, this, you know, this virus, it's dangerous, blah, blah, blah. And someone wrote, statistically, I have a better chance of being killed by you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. Oh, and then the, the guy got blocked. Oh, like immediately. immediately. The guy got blocked, but but he became a, an internet hero oh. just by posting that he got blocked. I love that. Yeah. Yep. The joke was told. Perfect. And by That's- the way, OJ wasn't cleaning his money. The government calls that tampering with evidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's such a dumbass. I bet you he thinks that's money laundering. <laughs> 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 he is he is a dumb motherfucker that guy hey at this really point is. you know what fuck it. he get away with it fuck it what's it gonna happen people already hate him yeah exactly they already I hate do. him i still love the fact that he worked for hertz and nobody sees the irony in that <laughs> <laughs> showing his running skills escaping an airport that's actually what that was when he started hurtling all those carts of luggage that was him running from a crime scene yeah oh there was a Oh, New York, New York Post constantly. We always talk about their headlines. There was a headline that said, um, "COVID nineteen um, even has OJ wearing gloves." <laughs> <laughs> they honestly, you know, they have somebody hired just to do that. Oh, I'm sure. The right headlines. Yeah, they have they, to. Their the headlines are always so good. Yeah, they are. The yep. best one I ever saw in my lifetime. They they have the uh, headless body and topless bar. That's like their most famous one ever. Yeah. Um, but the best one they ever did in my lifetime was when that singer, was it Aaliyah? Mm-hmm. She died. Uh, they had her like a horse-drawn carriage carry her casket around Central Park. Really? And they and, and the headline of the front page of the paper, a funeral to die for. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That is fucking fantastic. That is fucking fantastic. But anyway, so as we were saying to you, yeah, I apologize. We all apologize for the sound tonight. Um, and actually, honestly, I want to give a shout to Cycle. This is not how we intended to do this episode. No. We knew about a month ago that we were getting this song tonight to release it. Yep. And again, the Seth could have been any moment, all the guys for that matter, could have been any moment said, guys, because you're going to be doing this show remote, we could give it to somebody else and you guys can play it later. And he said, nope, your family. And he actually pushed back the release date of the show, uh, of the song. Of the song, yeah, he did. To match our show schedule. So, you know, by the time this hits on Tuesday, it's coming with the courtesy of the guys in Cycle. Yeah. And they've been so accommodating, and we have to apologize for the sound quality of us, but the sound quality of the song is pristine because the album is pristine. We've heard it all. Yep. It's fucking killer. One more time, cycle, kill the machine, hitting airwaves very soon. 
be there. And we'll probably play it once or twice more before this, show, this show's over. Oh, anyway. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Definitely. We need something to make the show sound better. Yep. <laughs> maybe we'll just play the first third of it at the intro and then we'll play the middle part yeah the show. you know it'd be great if you broke up their song and interjected those little sound clips like you do with our music <laughs> but you broke it up with like them talking like Jack. yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking joe my favorite yeah, I always say it. Joe's my favorite because he doesn't say four words. No, but Joe, for some reason, joined Facebook this week. F- he joined Facebook that. this week. This week, <laughs> he, he leapfrogged right into 2008. And yeah, absolutely <laughs> dominates social media. But his first real picture share was his guitar and two cases of Goose Island. Ice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that man more than life itself. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Good stuff. So Good cheers, stuff. boys, to Cycle yep. and to a killer fucking song. Thank you for letting us have it. That's right. Amen. Thank you. Dave, what do you got, brother? We got to oh. get into how, How's your week other than it's, shopping trips? It's been, <laughs> it's been a rough week, and it's probably no different than most people. It was it was stressful. Um, I'm my, my daily routine really hasn't changed. I'm still working from home. I've been doing that, but... My wife's working from home now, so we had the added stress of getting her set up for something she's never done. Yeah. And the baby's daycare is closed, so now we're both trying to work from home with a two-and-a-half-year-old that wants nothing to do but play with us, and we both have to kind of push her off. So it's just that that added stress, and I bet, like I said, I've been to the store a few times, gotten everything I wanted, and the people are just fucking crazy. So it's been a little bananas, but – Today, about two hours before we sat down here, um, my my week was kind of redeemed a little bit because I got a couple of T-shirts that I ordered from a band that I just discovered. Yeah. has been around for five years. Uh, <laughs> so, so since I've, I've started recording with you guys, Brad has talked about all these different death metal bands that I've never heard of that sound like just guttural sounds and not words or names of bands. Yeah. It's like, oh, have you heard of this? I'm like, yeah, I probably read about that in some history book, but I don't, is that, what is that? Yeah. It's it's a band, but um, this band, Amon Amarth, I'm probably saying it wrong. I'm sure Brad is like, no, that's wrong. I'm going to fix what he no, said. You, no, you said it right. Um, I just discovered these guys and, and it was, all, it was by accident. I was scrolling through Facebook and uh, this page came up with a, a t-shirt and it, it was a cool t-shirt. It said like, um, raise the shield wall and it was by this band i'm like that's a badass shirt but i can't buy that shirt i don't know who the band is <laughs> yeah so i was like let me go check these guys out and i started listening and i thought yeah i could i could do this it's not my normal wheelhouse it's it's that heavy it's heavy like the, but it's, it's heavy, groovy they it's write heavy songs. music and they the vocals are really like throaty and, and guttural but it's melodic at the same time. Yeah. And it, it, the music caught me. So since I discovered these guys about 10 days ago, I have downloaded all 10 of their albums <laughs> and I bought two t-shirts. Yeah. One of them I'm wearing tonight. Yep. That's right. <laughs> these guys saved my week. So I'm wearing Odin with his two Ravens and the back of it's kind of rocking out a little more. And the, the lead singer from the band has his, has his store over overseas called Grimfrost and it's everything Viking 
I told you guys midweek, I said, listen, I've been listening to this music and I've got these t-shirts. I just want to get in a wooden boat, sail down the East Coast and burn villages and just terrorize people and have a blast. (laughs) 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 I fucking love it, man. Like this, it's honestly discovering new music is that you enjoy can change your perspective on things. And like, I thought it was very apropos that we let in with cycle because these guys cycle is playing some music that is, it's reminiscent of what I kind of grew up with in terms of music and form, but it's also very new and fresh at the same time. Yeah. And you know what? I, one thing I love about it, I should have mentioned this earlier, right when we came into the song, but obviously we're all out of sorts tonight. I got to say, there's a bit of an eighties swing to this one. See, I get, go ahead, Brad, I'll let you finish. Well, the the idea is, you know, the the album's way more diverse than anything they've put out before. Yeah. You know, they were very entrenched in that early 2000s style, you know, with classic rock influences, but, you know, big choruses, big, big verses. Yeah. But I have to tell you, th- this one's got a more of a swing and a swagger to it that almost seems like the late 80s. You know, I'm not talking cock rock, but I'm talking about yeah. real good, yeah. honest, hard rock. Like just hot, hardcore straight rock, like good rock and roll like it just that's it i yeah, love it's, it's i love those, it it's got those grooves that like you said brad kind of are, are reminiscent of 80s i hear a lot of the um the guitar riffs and solos that sound like mid to late 90s to me and then you've you've got bass lines from from mike that'll carry kind of carry you through both of those those generations it's more like 90s 2000s and seth's vocals can go all over the place yep you pull out like a like a stadium rock anthem from the 70s all the way through some like real throaty and gritty hard rock if he needs to but it's just listening to these guys sounds like a lot of music that i like but it's not any of that music it's something totally new and different that that it's something it's original and familiar at the same time if you can be like that i want to throw out a challenge to the guys in cycle uh one cover and they've never done covers as far as i know One cover I'd like to see them do because I think Seth is one of the few vocalists in the area that could pull this off, if not the entire country. I'd like to see an honest to goodness original take on a classic jukebox hero. Really? I, I thought you, I thought you're gonna go with with When Doves Cry by Prince, but okay. <laughs> You'd be amazed at how many bands do that. Really? That one's, that one's easy. Yeah. Dan, 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 dan. You can just tune down and you make that song heavy. All right. I, I actually think a jukebox hero is such a 70s stadium anthem that if they could modernize it, warm it up, and really kind of bring up their take on it, Seth's voice can do just a, the guy could sing the side of a cereal box. I'd probably tune in for a few minutes. Absolutely. He, he's got some incredible vocals, man. The guy can sing. Well, well, Craig, coming from you, like a breaking furnace has incredible vocals. <laughs> What do you mean? My voice is silky and smooth. <laughs> Craig, seven years ago, somebody accused you of having coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably right. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, my, my point was, you know, I, I we got to debut Cycle's new song. And start our show off that way. And I've also gotten into this other new music that, that is kind of a genre I've never really gotten into. And I've really gotten into it, man. And when 
throughout my life, and I'm sure a lot of people like this, you get stressed out, you have rough times. A lot of people look to music to kind of get away from things. So for me, I've been able to put on this band, Amara Marth, and just really just d- disconnect from some of the stress that we've had lately because of all the bullshit that's been going on. Yeah. And it's it's been cool. Like, it's it's nice. So, um, like, my wife will tell you, when the, when the shirts get delivered today, I was like, yes! The kids, I was like, go, go in the fucking backyard. Go with Daddy's Get T-shirts. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> One thing I love about that shirt, if you remember, Dave turned around and he showed it. There's words at the back, and it's like in, like, Viking runes. Yeah, the Viking runes, yeah. But if you turn around, it actually says anal virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it said wide load, but whatever. <laughs> please enter. Please. please. Yeah. <laughs> it just says it just says stowage. Yeah. <laughs> What I love about this is Dave wanted a T-shirt and discovered ten albums from a band. Yes, how many, that's it. How, I can't how, lie about that. But how many other decisions have you made in trying not to be a poser? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, hey, at least I didn't pose. Like I, I, I researched the band and listened to it, got into it before I bought anything for them. I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah. Well, no, n- nobody will ever accuse you of not being pathetic. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're so proud when you hang it up next to your Clemson shirt. <laughs> What's funny is if you translate Clemson, it also means anal virgin. <laughs> Dave, uh, Craig, how was your week, brother? Um, kind of stressful in the same in the same sense. Um, you know, my wife's gotten nervous she's working from home now and she's nervous she's nervous because i'm leaving in the morning i'm like see ya going out into corona world yeah <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> i'm venturing out into the fucking wastelands but uh <laughs> you know? but it's like uh like denzel washington walking out down that fucking highway yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Craig's in a hazmat suit. Adam walks out in shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, I was like, why is business so slow? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Must have been the drop in value of Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it's just been, you know, those we like people are crazy, you know, certain things. I'm just like, I'm not doing this. I'm not going there, you know, trying to, be sensible about things you know what i mean um they try to get us to do a job at a, at a um not necessarily a hospital it's like a uh it's it's a it's a clinic it's a medical clinic in fall river uh massachusetts they try to get us to do a job there's there already this two weekend. things wrong with where you're going clinic and fall river yes exactly <laughs> yep why don't you just go swim in a puddle of their waste yeah and i'm just like listen i'm not going there i'm not going there for to put a fucking floor in, <laughs> you right? Know, you know, I don't, it's a floor. I'm yeah. sure they already have one. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I'm all set. And they're like, well, you know, you're away. You're in the closed part of the building. You know, like, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I gotta walk. <laughs> I gotta walk like, through like the, the open like, pot to get there. <laughs> you know, like the air and the germs. Like, wait, wait, that's a doorway. We can't go over yeah, there. Exactly. That's oh, how man. I feel about Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Our governor is like, oh, we've contained it. We've only got like 55 cases. 
And I'm like, and then Massachusetts is struggling big time. Yeah. With this, but I'm like, you, you know, they don't know borders. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like the germs are just going to travel. I went yeah. back and forth four times today. Yeah. Today, four times. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And you're from there, so you're a carrier. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh it's you know, it was just one of those weeks, but I really um you know, I don't know. I, that's it. How was your week, Brad? <laughs> oh, uh, you know, obviously easier to put in the words than yours. Yeah. <laughs> now, honestly, you know, what can you do? I I've worked for home for 10 years. This was just another week. Now, obviously, the whole work thing isn't happening yet. But <laughs> what's but amazing you got the to home me, thing down. Yeah. Wow, I got the home thing down. I like sitting in my office and telling my kids because they're all home, obviously. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to work. And even them, even Ethan is like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but what's amazing about this, and one thing I'm actually happy to report, if there's ever been a situation that has highlighted the need for remote employees, people with experience yeah. doing this, it's been this week. You know, for years I've had the fight with the the calls I get from recruiters saying, oh yeah, you know, are you, are you in, the, in the market for a job? Cause we'd love to have you and practically offering me a gig. And then because I was remote, they'd say, oh, I'm sorry, you're not a candidate. Now, all of a sudden my phone's ringing off the hook. I've had more interviews in the last 48 hours than I did the previous three weeks. And actually, one of them looks really good. I'm not going to get ahead of myself like I did in the past. Yeah, but you can is- you can do what everybody needs their employees to do right now. You can already do that. But what's the big panic right now? It's that most people who are used to working in an office environment don't know how to function out of it. My wife, God bless her, she's working from home the last two days, and she, she's going hog wild crazy already. She's yep. not happy. She prefers the office environment to the point where they're permitting her to go in next week. I'm not thrilled about it, but... If she feels more productive and I know she's smart, she's safe, she'll do the right thing. Me, on the other hand, all of a sudden, the world of opportunity has opened up. <laughs> and so I actually feel like this has been in a weirdly weird roundabout they way. Just need the some, thing. They just need somebody to help them set up the meetings. <laughs> they've never done it before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, it's fine. This I, is you, awkward. You know, I, <laughs> well, no, I, I thought it was weird because you know what the job descriptions, they always say, hey, uh, you know, you must be able to lift 40 pounds or something like that yeah. just to prove your birth. They, they, they raised it to the average weight of a human body. So I don't know if I have to carry those out on the way to the office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, things are good. Uh, I actually feeling really good about it. I get apparently three, four grand coming from Trump. That's good. Yep. And uh, that was my week. You know, I kind of miss sports, but who doesn't at this point? We're kind of all in this together. The fact that people are gambling on raindrops going down a window now is pretty impressive. Yep. It's insane. How how happy are all the streaming services, though? Oh, my God. They're doing great. You know, I I appreciate all the freebies a lot of these services are giving us. You can pay like a dollar and get eight months of stars now. They're not freebies. They're not free. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. But you know what? But to be honest with you, a lot of them, I look at it this way. They are stepping up. You, they, they are now. They're hoping for a payoff later. Though. Of course. Of course they are, because it gets a name out there and you say, hey, you know what? These people are good to us. Let's give them a little something back, which in a sense, maybe you should. You know, it, you know, give them give them a couple of months of, uh, of a subscription. It's a PR move. 
you know, 100% oh, of, of course it is. Of course it is. But, of course it is. But at the same at the same time, it's also this. It's a nice gesture, like, hey, not everybody has to buy something after the fact. Yeah, yeah. They can take advantage of it and then be like, "Fuck, I'm all set." Yeah, that's Disney what I mean. Plus put on Frozen. We watched was, it tonight. Yeah, and that's yeah. good. If they really want to win this, put on the new Star Wars. Yeah, they did. The, well, no, you got to buy it. Oh, oh, they, they, no, they, they should put it on Disney Plus. Yeah. They're doing the same thing with their new Pixar movie, Onward. They're making yeah, it I don't, available, but you have to buy it. That's still in theaters. So I get that. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker's out of theaters now. I yeah. say push it to Disney Plus and win the day. Uh, they kind of got to make their money on it, though. Go fuck yourself, Craig. They, they, they didn't make it. <laughs> they, they just, <laughs> they just, they just, they, made it they just closed their biggest moneymaker, which is Disney World. In Disneyland. Don't tell me they're not making money. I don't want to hear that because they closed it all. They're also not paying all those people. They're not paying all, most of their bills in those places. They're no. making their money uh, with their movies and shows and streaming services. And Oh, they they are. They own everything. Yes. So they're making soon money. Apple's going to own them. Apple's in the market to buy Disney now. No shit. Really? Yeah, that's all over the news today. Apparently, they want to give them immediate financial relief in, in, in exchange for like a five-year buyout program where Apple will become the biggest company in the universe. Really? That's now, Apple up. already owns NBC, I'm pretty sure, and Disney owns ABC. That means Apple will now own two of the first three networks. Wow. That's insanity. And then Amazon's going to be like fucking... <laughs> <laughs> and just fucking buy everything, and then we're then gonna, all gonna sell me expired ibuprofen. Yeah, and then we're all gonna have to get fucking Amazon tattoos on our necks, <laughs> bootleg Viking metal T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh. At least I'm not wearing a fucking zip-up warm-up jacket like I'm a extra on The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Brad velour, Brad? Is that velour? <laughs> I'm the king of Bada Bing, baby. <laughs> Brad's the wearing the seat coverings from a 77 Delta. <laughs> I usually make a face. This, this is actually a brand new Old Navy hoodie. But the way I'm looking at myself in that little fucking thumbnail video, and, and it just looks like right. old it navy. Looks like, like velour. <laughs> it looks like velour. It like, does. I swear to God, if you're wearing shined black shoes right now, we're not being friends anymore. Not even like <laughs> Zoom friends. I got socks you could read through. <laughs> <laughs> He's got breadcrumbs in his pocket. <laughs> well, I'm not wearing pants, so <laughs> that's one good thing hey, about this remote stuff. <laughs> hey, we're, we're, we're recording this. Stand up and prove it. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, he's going to do it. Totally do it. Come on. I'm so glad he's short. Oh. <laughs> yeah, why do your legs look like my grandmother's? Seriously. How Wait. are boxer briefs baggy? I know you're not that. <laughs> I know you're not that muscular. Why are your thighs hanging over your? Your last skin time, is just drooping. Last time I saw legs like that, they were hanging out of a nest. Pin <laughs> <laughs> uh, cushions. <laughs> what the hell? 
Oh, shit. It's amazing. I I spend every Friday with you fuckers, and I feel like I know more about you now from not being around you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Most of Craig's sins have been hidden under a table. Yeah. <laughs> and most of Dave's sins are still in the tramp stamp position on the back of his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Whatever. Oh, shit. All right. Fuck it. Let's get into this. All right. So the idea for this show tonight kind of stemmed from the fact that we wouldn't be sitting with each other and we had to come up with some idea, some kind of structure in a situation that wasn't structured. So I kind of drew inspiration from something I saw not too long ago with this stand up without a net. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but this basically these comedians get up on yeah. stage almost almost in the round, right? They're in a, on a stage almost surrounded 360 by an audience. Yeah. And they don't have a set list. They don't have a bit. They don't have a routine. They get up on stage and behind them on the board, they throw up a word or a phrase. And these guys have to riff off of that phrase for however long. And that's their routine. Yep. So I thought, hey, we suck. We don't have that kind of talent. Let's try it. So what better way to do <laughs> what better what better format or setting to do a riffing when we're not next to each other and we don't have an audience? <laughs> so it's so, I'd be so, laughing if yeah. this wasn't true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what we decided was we have to do a modified version of this. It's it's almost a combination of how we do our our topics from the skull and this comedy set that we did. Yeah. What's going to happen is I have a few topics or phrases for these two guys, Brad and Craig, to riff off of. And I'm going to throw them at these guys, let them run for a few minutes, then give them the next one. And after I cycle through, we're going to move on to the next guy for the other pair. And that's how we're going to go through this. The fun part is at the end, I have a few good ones that we've gotten from our general public off of social media for the three of us to riff off. of. Nice. Right. So I've seen them, but I, I'll be honest, I haven't given them much thought because I just didn't have the brain power for it this week. Yeah. <laughs> and I Wait, hold on. Week, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Let everybody gather their breath from surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, this is podcasting without a net. You guys ready? Yep. All right. All right so so to, to be clear. This is for me and Craig now. This is for you and Craig, and I know you guys haven't seen it before. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw a phrase at you guys, and you guys just have to take it wherever it makes sense in your fucked up brains. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I just realized I did this all wrong, but I don't even fucking care. Yeah, that's all, right. <laughs> all right, you guys ready? Yeah. The first thing I have for you is not so sloppy seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, anything oh, yeah, you're that totally you get, taking lead on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything you get after Brad. What? <laughs> <laughs> still dry, still dry. You know, you're gonna work it again. So, you know. so I don't I don't get any credit for not dumping a heavy load in there. Yeah. <laughs> Once I found out she was also interested in you, I lost my boner immediately. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. 
I, I, I do have situations going back to college that kind of tie into this. Oh. You know, even on a campus of 35,000 undergraduates, you're going to run into the same people and you're going to run into them a lot. Yeah. And so I can't tell you how many times I ended up hooking up with people that were either related to or formally dating some of my fraternity brothers. And it wasn't intentional, but God damn, it was rewarding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and there was nothing better than when, oh, you're in bed with them and you finish up and she says, he never did that. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way, in a good way. <laughs> I, uh, I lived with a few guys. We were, all li- we were all living in this house together. No one's surprised by that. Either. And, uh, right. <laughs> and, uh, we, just gained, we just gained a whole new audience. Go yeah, ahead. And we had... <laughs> I'm I'm tapping into a new demographic. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the, yeah. <laughs> no, we uh you know we're rooming in the house together and uh this girl used to come we used to have parties constantly. It was like, oh, you know, there was just always people over drinking and the weekends were just crazy. So we're having this party and uh one of my roommates goes um you know, she was she. This girl came and she was fucking, you know, a nice person. But I don't, I don't want to call her a whore. But she was a whore, right? So <laughs> call her a whore. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so uh, you, the implications are already there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm sorry. That's that's the term is desperate, Brad, not whore. Yeah, yeah. My apologies. Now, but it was <laughs> it was so funny because. My buddy Danny's like, dude, this is when she first started hanging out. He's like, oh, you know, so I don't let's just call her fucking Karen or whatever. So he's like, Karen just came up to me and fucking just started making out with me in the hallway. So I'm like, really? She yeah, she just grabbed me and started making out with me. I'm like, wow, that's fucked up. So within fucking two minutes, fucking. My buddy walks up to me and goes, oh, she just blew me in the bathroom. (laughs) I fucking lost my mind. Well, because indirectly, your mouth was right on his cock. You know that, right? Not me. She, I was. It wasn't me. It was. was, You know both these people. These guys know both these people. That's why I'm not saying their names. Oh fuck! I thought you were talking about you. My bad. No, no, no. But yeah, it was it, my it was my two roommates, and one of them walked up to me and said, "Hey, fucking yeah, she was just making out with me in the hallway." And then within minutes, she's like, "Dude, like ten minutes ago, she was blowing me in the bathroom." <laughs> I fucking awesome. lost my mind. That's awesome, and I'll be honest with you, I think I know who it is. Yeah. Wait, have Have you told these two guys that story? Immediately. <laughs> Immediately I ran around dying I think I told everybody at the party <laughs> There was a digital billboard on yeah. <laughs> It was the best thing I ever fucking heard At that point in my life Of course I told I told fucking everybody That other guy, you're the real heavy hitter, man. I like that. Uh, I know where that mouth has been. Give me your ass. You give me- <laughs> I 
need uh. something not so dirty. <laughs> oh my god. I, I gotta be honest, this is a little tough not jumping in and letting you two just go off of this. Yeah. <laughs> See? I can't believe how wrong I did this. Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, uh, we'll see what happens. No, no, no. It, I did full-on questions slash discussion topics. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, you could do. Yeah, we could do those because I have some of those myself. We didn't lay it. We didn't make rules. Yep. Are right, you guys ready for your next one? Yep. Bring it. All right. Your next topic: non-sexual, just the tip. <laughs> so non-sexual, just the tip. Yes, sir. I assume you're not going to elaborate on this. No. All right. Fucking hell. So, (laughs) just recently. (laughs) Craig's got it. Just recently, I was uh, doing some stuff around the house, and my wife was, you know, hanging out and we're doing things. And I ran upstairs. I was like, all right, she wanted to send me the store. So I'm like, all right. So I run upstairs. I I was wearing like shorts. So I run upstairs. I got to put pants on. It was cold out, and um, zipped just the tip of my pecker up in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> totally non-sexual. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus it was just Christ. the tip. <laughs> and were you just like like fucking Winnie the Poohing it in the house? No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, no. I ran up. I was like trying to, trying to. Uh, no, I was wearing. I was wearing like, like fucking cargo shorts, just hanging around the house. And then I was like, all right. So she wanted me to go out. So it was rainy. It was fucking. It's cold. So I ran upstairs. I'm gonna throw on a pair of jeans. So I was just doing it, and I'm trying to like do it quick and get you know. And I was playing with the dog. The dog was jumping on the bed, and like shoving the dog. And I just grabbed the zipper, and went foom, and fucking. <laughs> Let out a fucking squeal. The dog ran. Like the dog thought I yelled at it. <laughs> dog thought I was yelling at her. Oh my god. Yep. Then she immediately came back to lick the wounds. Yes. Yep. <laughs> the dog, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And there's no there's no wound licking happening. <laughs> Other than that, oh. I've got a completely out there answer. I don't uh, know if it qualifies. Nothing is uh, off limits. Let's it's go. Just like with Brian it. Gumble said. Uh, we had once sat in a restaurant, me and an ex-girlfriend, and we were up in Albany, New York, and we had the worst service, the bitchiest waitress. She actually came to the table and said, you know, I'm probably going to be a bitch tonight. Oh, oh. Hello, and, then, <laughs> and then hello, my name is. And tonight, these are our specials. On, that's not on the menu. And she just completely fucked up every meal. And every time she came out and delivered the wrong food, she would indicate that I know this isn't what you ordered, but you're getting it anyway. <laughs> so what I did was inst- I didn't pay the bill. I just tipped her $5 under what the total amount of the bill was. <laughs> so she, it, it, her bitchiness probably didn't have a price on it i'm pretty sure i could have gone 50 and it would have been more impactful but i made sure that she owed five dollars for the cost of the meal (laughs) out of her tips for the evening so i paid just the tip that (laughs) and that was it uh and you know i'm I'm pretty sure she's dead because she was pretty much on that that path anyway 
Imagine if she died because she was five dollars short of a medical bill. <laughs> I'm good with karma, man. I really am. <laughs> you know that whole thing on the internet? You had one job. Yep. All she had to do was feign interest in my fucking cheeseburger. She had absolutely <laughs> interest in my cheeseburger. <laughs> this was a this was a chain restaurant. I think it was Fridays. You know, all she had to do was come out, point to things on the menu. I still would have tipped her, said she's having a bad night. But every time she came, I felt like I was running a psych session. I should have charged her $250 an hour with the <laughs> amount of shit she was dropping on us. I'm pretty sure somebody dumped her like that day. And, you know, her sparkling personality aside, I have no idea why that would happen. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I paid just the tip. Sorry if you were expecting another dick and pants story, folks. You're going to have to go to Craig. <laughs> what else you got there, Kimosabe? All right. All right. My next one for you guys. It felt wrong in a good way. <laughs> oh, God. We only do in like 90 minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought Craig was going to tell his shorts. Ball story again. <laughs> it just repeats the last two stories. Yeah. <laughs> Mine felt good for all the right reasons. I'm not repeating that story. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, no, no go ahead. Felt you lead on this in a good one. way. Felt wrong. Wait, say it again. Felt wrong in it, a good way. It felt wrong in a good way. I can't. As yes, much as can. I want to. No, I'll tell you guys offline. I can't tell this one. Craig already knows. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh. Craig will edit it out. James' face. No, no. No, 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 I guess it is a sex story, and I may may or may not be married to it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, no, but the story isn't. So that's that. Uh, It felt good. It felt wrong in a good way. Felt wrong in a good way. It's like it matters. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> uh shit i got nothing craig go go this, I, you'll is, inspire this, me. this is a tough one i yeah. i feel like we could just read craig's like family's ancestry results for this yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep uh, I don't know, man. Oh, wait, I'm I got so... one. I got one. I got one. Okay. All right. All right, here we I, go. I once jerked off on a fire escape just to see if any lights would come on on the building next to me. <laughs> Living in Queens was an odd time. So I'm just... How far, how far away was the building next to you? Oh, no, it's Queens. It was like eight feet. <laughs> it was like a fucking alley. Remember when Joey sang to his neighbor every morning on Friends? And they both lean out the window and morning's here, morning's here. That's basically what this so, was. This one so, guy just no, opened wait, wait. his window, saw ankles, and then just fucking white shit hit the window. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd sing that song. I'd be like, morning's here, so we're talking eight feet to the building next door so essentially without the brick wall from the kitchen to the living room yeah yeah. yeah. i'm on a fire escape even if it's 25 feet it's still too close to be jerking off in public (laughs) 
Is and it the really fact like that, that we're even discussing proximity when it comes to jerking off in public is a really stupid thing. But I got myself stupidly drunk. My roommate at the time was, he had friends over. They were hanging out playing shitty fucking Frank Zappa music in the in the living room. I said, you know what? I just want to rub one out. But my room was already being occupied because he decided to loan it out to his fucking horny friends. And I really wanted to beat off. So I went out to the fire escape. And hoped for the- <laughs> Mornings here. Now, is it like, oh, mornings here. Is it like the movies? Like it, I just picture it, like it because everybody hangs out in fire uh, fire escapes in New York. So it's yeah, just like basically ghetto balconies. That's yeah. So when you walk out onto the fire escape, is there like ninety other people on the about like on the fire no, escapes? Not generally, <laughs> but when you look across and you start seeing like little Coleman grills and everything. I'm like, wow, somebody really carved out an existence here. Like, yeah. this is it. Like, you know, that's outdoorsing. Hanging out on the you deck know? tonight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And by the way, everything you've seen in the movies about laundry hanging between two buildings, that's 100% true. That shit still happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, They're yeah. drying really? clothes between two buildings. That happens. That happens. What do you hook it to? If you're like, if you run, they your hook it up. The line's already there. The two uh, landlords will hook up the line, and then whoever's using it will then pull in their clothes. What is it hooked to? Do they just put it in the bricks, or do they hook it's it? It's in the like, bricks. It's screwed into the bricks. That way, the but, neighbors across the alley can't grab your shit. Yeah, but they generally it's kind of an understood thing. You don't touch other people's shit, but both buildings can use it, and you'll see a lot of them. Not like it was like if you're watching fucking Annie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, there's a lot of that because honestly, laundromats are not cheap and they're not prevalent. So you do your wash. Some people are still hand washing clothes. And and then, you know, they have to because I'm out there jerking off on the nightly. <laughs> oh, did that answer your question there, Dave? <laughs> it wasn't a question. <laughs> Deep down, you know you wanted to know. It's it's the old ladies and queens that want to know why their blouses are always stiff that you need to explain something to. Goddamn birds! No starch, no starch. Goddamn birds keep shitting on our clothes. These pigeons have some good trajectory. Yeah. Oh, I miss trajectory. Uh. (laughs) I always I hate when it's just ninety degrees down. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it's, a, it's a sad day. Like you know, you're getting old when you're jerking off, and when you finish it, it just looks like gravy coming out of mashed potatoes. <laughs> Every time I come now, it feels like somebody's playing a trombone. Trying to get that last bit of toothpaste out of the roll, you're just gonna squeeze it a little bit. <laughs> Closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Put your finger but in the you, back and push it out. But you know what's crazy? I'll still say something stupid like, yeah, take it. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, whips out the dustpan. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I, I scream like you want more you want more and then it just sounds like a faucet that needs a tighter screw <laughs> she just looks at you like what are you why are you offering things you can't deliver yeah <laughs> <laughs>
Oh God, nice. <laughs> you got more? All right, I got one. I got I got one more good one for you guys. You ready? Yep. All right. So this one, a fart made it better. Oh. <laughs> a fart made it better. A fart made it better. Craig, you got to lead on this one. All right. All right. What's I was <laughs> having a real shitty day at work, right? And uh, it like. Just one of those days you just fucking aggravated. Nothing's funny. You just want to go home. And uh, it's like doing the show. And uh, at this time, I was working with my uncle Chuck, and he's vacuuming the floor. And as I, uh, I, well, no, I, I'm sorry. I was vacuuming the floor. We we're clean. You know, we finished. I'm, I'm cleaning up, vacuuming up, and. I fin I finished vacuuming in the corner and I shut the vacuum off. And the second I shut it off, he was yeah. <laughs> he was using the vacuum to hide the sound of this fire. And I just shut it off at the exact time. And it was loud. Like it was like a ripper. You know? And there's customers around. Like they're in the house, you know. <laughs> It's like blast one. And I lost my fucking mind. I mean, just fucking crying, laughing. <laughs> and he was all mad at me. I'm like, what do you want? I didn't know you were going to do that. Like, I didn't know you were lining up to rip one. I'm sorry. But, yep. And it, so it made my day better. It did. Yeah. So a fart made it better. Fart made that better. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh I, I guess I'll tell you a ver another very New York story. Uh, we lived in an apartment in Brooklyn when I moved in with Melissa, and we had exposed brick, which was in demand, and that was a big deal. The one thing that people need to know about exposed brick is it's porous. So when you, when you're talking about exposed brick, are you talking about like inside the apartment? Yeah, exposed you didn't have like brick. finished drywall. You had brick interior we had brick, walls. We had brick interior walls all over the left side of the apartment in our bedroom. And yeah. but the problem is it is porous, and yeah. the neighbors had bed bugs. Oh, and bed bugs are nasty. And so we started getting bit at night. So the landlord, because he was a cool guy, came in and shellacked the wall, <laughs> and just completely sealed it off. Okay. They, he said, "Yeah, you might want to go find another place to stay for two nights." Melissa, are like, "Nope, we're staying here." We spent the first night sleeping in the living room, and then we were back in the bedroom the following night. You know, Melissa was working retail at this point, so it was a Saturday morning. She had to work. We spent Friday night sleeping. Everything was fine. The fumes are still heavy in the air. Now, I don't know if I'm going to have seizures or I'm just going to puke or, or I'm going to have, like, weird dreams. I found out the effects of this when Melissa comes and wakes me up the next morning and goes, hey, hey, I'm going to head to work. You have a good day. And I just unleash a fart. <laughs> that is probably still hovering over the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it had seismic qualities. <laughs> it ra I mean, to the it, like, I've known her 17 years. We've been married 13. <laughs> I can tell you that nobody has ever topped this fart story or at least the magnitude of it. And she continues to cite it at every family event. <laughs> because I didn't say, okay, babe. And then fart on her. Yeah. I actually just responded with, with the, 
and yet she understood. Like Brad's gonna sleep well. Yeah. That's it. it gets better. Two weeks later, my buddy Mike is up from Maryland visiting us. Gets himself. He's like, "What's that me. smell?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We took him out in New York. We got him stupid fucked up. Like he thought he knew how to drink. He didn't. We showed him how, and he got himself stupid drunk to the point where he slept through his bus twice the next day. And then <laughs> had to stay another night with us, call out of work on whatever. Oh. Finally, he's starting to come to on Sunday night. He's starting to get his bearings about Melissa fed him and everything. So Melissa's sitting on the floor between my legs. I'm on the couch. He's on the couch. And he just asked her a question. And before she can answer, I cut one. And her head is like right between my legs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I, and I just wafted an air biscuit unlike anything <laughs> she had had that close to her ears. And, and <laughs> And my is buddy Mike became, is that when she became a redhead? <laughs> <laughs> no, age took care of that one, but uh, <laughs> that's besides the point. Uh, Mike hadn't said six words the entire day because he was so hungover. He just looks at me, shakes his head, and goes, "Dirty." <laughs> <laughs> so both moments, I made his hangover better, and I definitely made the shellacking of a wall better. <laughs> No bed bugs, and she left for hours. It was great. <laughs> Boy, if this doesn't sound like a, a fucking remote podcast, I don't know what does. Right? <laughs> uh, so, so far, we've all ripped thoughts, zipped our dicks up. <laughs> don't say we all. <laughs> oh, no, you're coming, pal. Don't worry. And not on a fire escape, either. No, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, all right. Enough of you. I got something for you. I'm going to change it up a little all right. bit. All right. You, you know? All right, let's hear what you got. All right. So at what point did you consider banging the female monkey from the Planet of the Apes with Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> <laughs> what? Because you know you did. <laughs> you know you can no you considered it not saying you wanted you considered banging the female you like and she ain't that bad all right all, all right, right so here's here's for all me right. for me and i know who it was but the moment where he considered it in the movie i thought hey wait a second why not why <laughs> I've had a long dry spell. What the hell? What the hell? There's nothing but <laughs> monkeys around. <laughs> hey, hey, if I'm going to have to fuck a monkey, I'm going to pick the sexy monkey. Yeah. Right? It was Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, yep. it was It was Helena Bonham Carter. Surrounded by Michael monkeys. Clark Duncan. <laughs> a fucking Helena Bonham Carter monkey. No, I'm sorry, but Helena Bonham Carter looks like she's permanently in a funhouse mirror. Michael Clark Duncan was not wearing makeup. <laughs> That's and racist, he... but I'm still not fucking that baboon ass. Yeah. Was he a baboon? No. It's been a minute she, since I've seen she, that one. He's going to look like one when I'm done with him. <laughs> <laughs> His ass is going to be all blue and swollen. <laughs> Listen, if we I were, love if... how he talks tough about a six foot five black guy after he dies. Yeah, yeah fuck him. <laughs> If we were in Planet of the Apes and I had my opportunity to fuck my way to dominance, I'll do it. Yeah. 
I will do what I have to to get the right banana. I don't give yeah. a shit. And you'll do it with the 130th most attractive person in the Harry Potter movie. Yeah. yeah. As long as I end up the one picking Drandorf and not being picked, I'm okay with yeah. that. See, I have a much shorter answer to this question. I can tell you flat out, um, I'm Italian, so it comes naturally. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, like she was a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought say, she was. I just thought she was Tuscan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's got Sicilian hair, Mom. You'll like her. <laughs> she smells like olive oil all the time. Uh, well, here's here's the thing, Helen, Helena Bonham Carter. She's <laughs> not an overtly attractive person. However, overtly meaning at all. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah, right. Well. But in monkey makeup, next they to, made her a wicked sexy monkey. <laughs> they tried. Yeah. You're right. They tried because next to Michael Clark Duncan and I think it was Tim Roth, and then Mark Wahlberg with no makeup, she looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck her with Curious George's dick. Dude, come on, man. <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't mind that little that chin here tickling the bottom of your balls. There's nothing wrong with that. Again, I'm Italian. Par for the That's fucking fair. course. Right. He's like, let me refer you back to the fire escape story I told 12 minutes ago. Exactly. Exactly. Is that garlic I smell? No, yeah. menses. No, that's that's Italian. <laughs> it's just Italian friction. <laughs> <laughs> We like it, the Corona. It ends in a vowel. Yeah. <laughs> if if they filmed How to Be a Player in a t- in Italy, they'd have uh, they'd have fucking uh, Bernie Mac walk in his room, and be like, "Smells like garlic and sauce in here, not Padissi." <laughs> <laughs> smells like dinner in here. <laughs> Who's making garlic bread? Dave, your oh, cultural shit. appropriation game has never been better. Hey, right? man, it's not, it's not my fault you all are hairy motherfuckers. Yeah, well, me? As I sit here with a beard that goes from my chin to my big toe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's so, move on. So, yes, Dave's I, back needs relaxer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the answer to that question was, yeah, I fucked that monkey. Yeah, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Craig. What else you got? <laughs> That's oh, by the way, too. Dave, kudos on the screen name there. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> I do Thank like you. that. What What is Craig doing here? He's I'm, trying to read. I'm waiting. He's, to, he's increasing the font to 50. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I figured this is something that uh, kind of, because we're doing this remotely for odd purposes, I thought this was appropriate. 28 days later. <laughs> we had to eat Sophia. <laughs> She's meteor. Yeah. It turns out she was hoarding toilet paper the entire time. <laughs> Our last interaction was sad but understanding. I looked her in the eyes. She knew. There were no words exchanged, just a knowing glance and a nod. And then we devoured her and stole her toilet paper. <laughs> Dave? My, my dick is bleeding and my right hand looks like a club hand just full of calluses. 
<laughs> and that's just from wiping your ass. <laughs> 28 days later, every wall in my house looks like the front hood of a NASCAR because it has racing stripes on it. <laughs> so what people don't, at home don't know is that Dave is so low on toilet paper that wiping his head, yep. it's like driving on cobblestone. <laughs> It's a gamble right now. <laughs> They're just eating tons of fiber so they get clean breaks. <laughs> it's funny. I have I have a hundred feet of, of braided rope that I gave to my wife on the patio. Yeah. And I went to the back of my yard and took my pants off and sat down and just had her pull me down the yard. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, to wipe his ass, that'd be the only time Dave got up the gym rope. The best was when Dave... <laughs> the best was when Dave was responding to us in text, text going, people are really hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> I need some. <laughs> he was like, he, he had no idea. People were just clearing shelves of toilet paper. <laughs> and I think what's even better about that is that Dave was secretly asking us to Give him give some. him toilet yeah, paper, yeah, yes. and 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 none of us stepped up and said, "Oh, come get it." No, no. <laughs> I have gone to no less than twenty three different stores to buy twenty three individual items just to hoard the receipts. Yep. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> go to CVS and buy a pack of gum. Yeah, I, <laughs> you're all set. I I bought three Snickers. I'm good for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> You just see him flossing. Yeah. <laughs> that was a visual joke, but you folks at home are just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. You know, it's funny. I'm hoarding oh. toilet paper. I, I admit it because I, I grab what I see. Yeah. But I got to tell you, I got vegans in the house. Yeah. You're diarrhea. Good. We got diarrhea on the constant. Yeah. So. <laughs> I actually uh, went and walked into the store and they were um, stocking the shelf. It was, it was a CVS. They were. they were stocking the shelf with the toilet paper and I walked up and I grabbed two single rolls and walked out. What you should have done is farted. Yeah. And let everybody know why you need it. Yeah. No, I grabbed two single rolls and I walked out because I was like, I have toilet paper. There'll be toilet paper. <laughs> It'll come back again. But the best was the girl says to me, the, the, she goes, "What? Can I help you find something?" She's like, "Are you looking for disinfectant?" And I'm like, "Well, if you got some, because I really wasn't." But I was like, "If you got some," she goes, "It's behind the counter. We just we only got 15 bottles, right?" So I'm like, "Really?" I, so I felt special. <laughs> so I went to the counter. She told you you looked infected. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> she told you you stunk. Yeah. <laughs> She basically said, you're the reason I can't you go need out this. at night. Yeah. Get this bottle. But the best is I walked up to the counter and I went. I just looked at the girl. The girl thought I was checking out. She goes to grab my basket and pull it back. I'm like, no, no, wait. I just, I hear you got the stuff. I said to her. <laughs> and then Chris Hansen jumped out from behind the counter. The kid, the kid on the side of her just busts out laughing. <laughs> You know, the other cat, the other kid at the cashier, he just busts out laughing. I'm like, I hear you got the stuff. She goes, oh, she just reaches under the counter and throws it in the basket. Boom. <laughs> I was like, yep, there it is. 
Craig goes over to the non-used photo development counter and says, the eagle has landed, the falcon flies at midnight. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot They the just moon. hand him two bottles of Lysol and a roll of toilet. Yep. <laughs> Dude, there's a kid at my... There's a kid at my work right now. Well, not at my work, but one of the stores we work for. There's this kid there. He's young. He's probably like, I think he's 28. Great. He's hilarious. I fucking love the kid. And he's got a friend that works at a warehouse, like a, a distribution warehouse. He's like taking, he's like taking orders. He's like, dude, you need toilet paper? I can get you a case. <laughs> I'm like, dude, are you really dealing toilet paper right now? <laughs> like a fucking psycho? And he starts laughing. He goes, wow, I kind of am, aren't I? <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yes. You're, you're the fucking toilet paper cartel right now. <laughs> El Plopo. Yeah, El Plopo. <laughs> That's a, that should be the name of the episode, <laughs> El Plopo. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> What's your next but, uh, one? All right, we're running out of time on yeah. this one. Okay, well, twenty-eight right. days later, everyone's either walking around hunched over forward or hunched over standing up straight. Yep. All right, so here we yeah, go. We never did let Dave answer that one, did we? We're no. good. All right. Two girls, no cup. <laughs> My house in two weeks. <laughs> the new tables in Foxwoods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of making my house a gated community. Welcome to Menstruation Gardens. <laughs> Free bleeding. It's, it's uh, all the rage. <laughs> we can guarantee you two weeks of happiness per month. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the new promotion ad for Scott's lawn fertilizer. Two girls, no cup. Just spread it across your lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Just a picture of Dave's hairy ass dragging. <laughs> Cops are one driving by a house, wondering why it looks like you dragged a dead body to your backyard. <laughs> two girls, no cup. They just keep pointing at Brad for all the stains on the carpet right in front of his yeah. toes. In front of my toes. What? <laughs> There's no trajectory. No, none. <laughs> I'm laughing silently. Yeah. <laughs> Two girls no That's... cup will be a twenty second video of disappointment. I'm just imagining Dave I'm just... and Helen and Bonham Carter <laughs> scratching their asses on the curb. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, a docu- it's, it's an educational video about worms. Oh, what the fuck is <laughs> Damn it, we can't put those sound bites into the cycle song, but that would have been in there. Save that audio bit. Save that. God fucking damn it, Dave. Monica Lewinsky would have had a rubber dress on the floor to get a fucking stain on it. <laughs> oh, 
snow cup. It's a recycling promotion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. <laughs> All I right. feel like you got one more. I do have one more if you want. If if you guys yeah. want it or you want to move uh, on. Hey, bring I it on. Yeah, right. let's hear it. I want it as much as Dave wants ugly British women. <laughs> Looks like shit. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> My house in two weeks. <laughs> Was that a callback? Yeah. <laughs> from, but, from just now? <laughs> just now. <laughs> Literally right this minute. Yeah. <laughs> Say it again Looks for those like- who weren't listening. Looks like shit. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> oh, my wife's entire diet. <laughs> I was going to say my last two years of college. <laughs> I just turned my head in the video like a puppy who just heard a noise. Right? What? <laughs> There's a lot of different ass I could describe as looks like shit but tastes like chicken. <laughs> That, like, I'll try southern, it. Southern what was his name? Whores. <laughs> David's finger licking good. Yeah. <laughs> filthy fuck. Oh, I can't God. imagine what I'd let a pig like you eleven lose herbs in South and Carolina. Bryce's. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny too. Yeah. If you hang out in like a, a completely white neighborhood. Yeah. That, yeah. Would look, that would be looks like shit. Tastes like salmon. <laughs> See Dave with the same. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That was good. Oh, oh, looks like shit. Tastes like chicken. My last trip to Atlanta. I think the whole trip just get right, right in there. I'm pretty sure as soon as you get off the plane, the air tastes like chicken in fucking oh, Atlanta. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's so true. Oh, yeah. w- he's not lying. We- no, we went down the Freaknik. Oh, you went to Freaknik? I did. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, and stupid. That's the word. Oh my, that's that's the that's like the black version of a neo-Nazi parade. <laughs> it was a celebration of life. Yeah, as long we, as you're black. Yeah, and then we, and then we interrupted it. Yeah, bunch, a bunch of guys in fraternity letters showed up after twelve hours in a did, car. Did everybody scatter when they saw you show up? Like, oh, the police are here. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Actually, they they would have said police. Yeah. <laughs> Freaknik is basically a public train. Yeah. It was and not bad. not the public transportation kind. Until we got there, and then everybody was like, "What'd you come down for?" And I'm like, "Support." And they were like, "All right." <laughs> And we ended up they handed him a bra. <laughs> Dude, Freak Nick is insane. It was insane, is right. But we did it. I get to say it. Yep. I was also I was also at the Million Man March. Shut the fuck up. I was in DC. I was there. How did we not? <laughs> he was in his apartment. He just opened the window. <laughs> <laughs> he looked out through the bars. Yeah, I, I was on the. I was jerking off on the fire escape. <laughs> you seriously went to Freak Nick on purpose? Yeah, we drove down. We had a good. No time. shit. Really? So by the way, so, we, we we have black fraternity brothers. This, this was not like a. a well, that's, no, no, yeah, I, I yeah. get that. Like where, where I was, you know, we were only two hours from Atlanta in Clemson, so I, I knew Freak Nick as well. It's it only was, two hours. 
Yeah, it's only two hours away. No shit. Huh? We went to Atlanta a ton when I was in college. Yeah, it was like, it was like a nine hour drive for us. It was ridiculous. That makes sense, but it was Freaknik was like the way it was described is like Mardi Gras for just black people. Basically, but we went down and we we absolutely no bullshit. We came down. We said we're just here to support and have a good time, and everybody was like, "Yeah, come on." No, and, it and- wasn't. It wasn't exclusive. I get that. Like I I I'm sounding super white right now, but. Like, As I, opposed had, to what? I know. Right? Well, I'm just like, <laughs> what I was going to say is like, we had some, we had like, we had some black friends in college and some of our friends were on the football team and then like. Uh, it was like the bizarro people. Coachella. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was Coachella. Yeah. But it, I was going to say Yochella. Yeah. But, but, but like. It was it wasn't exclusively black. It's like going to like like a predominantly black college, like Grambling. Yeah, it's not exclusive. If you're no. a white guy, you can go. No, we went and we came minority. down there with no pre with no pretense. We right. went down there to have a good time. time. Yeah, and we all came together and we came as a fraternity. We all, <laughs> all were you all on fire escapes? <laughs> <laughs> as the night progressed, yeah. <laughs> if things went well. Uh, just, they all had I support letters. your cause. All, all the black guys wearing shirts said NWA. Bradshaw just said WA. Yeah. <laughs> it was the NNWA. WHAT. Going to Freaknik as a white person, you were safer than if you were a black chick. Yeah. <laughs> That's possible, but we went down. I honestly, every time we went to a bar, it was like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm like, ordering a beer. And it was like, "All right, he's cool." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That That's was the, the amount of resistance we caught. Yeah, nobody there wanted to have a bad. Everybody was like, "Oh, it's crazy. It's this. It's that. It gets violent." No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's, it's a, a it's a party. it's a fucking party, and everybody's and there to have fun. Blast. Yeah, right. It was it was like that scene from Road Trip when they show up to the black fraternity, and they, they finally just said, "Fuck it, just." You had to have fun, whatever. Yeah. Well, I got another example. It's like that scene at Courtney's wedding that Craig exaggerated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, it was. You could have just stopped with. It was like Courtney's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't talk about that. Actually, it's there. more like that scene in Weird Science where they show up at that club. <laughs> <laughs> the chick can't hold a smoke. That's what it is. <laughs> no, that was actually <laughs> Breakfast Club. Sorry. That's no, right. remember Craig speaks. Craig speaks jive. No, remember that in uh, in Weird Science, they end up going to that club, and it's just all black. And right when they walk in, it's like whoop, the music stops. They all stand at the doorway. No, I didn't see Weird Science because I was too busy accepting other races. Wow, <laughs> you could have said Animal House. Animal House if too. If I was you, yeah. If I was you, I'd be uh leaving. What a great yeah. idea! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. Oh my god, Craig Well done, my friend That was pretty good Alright, thank you Alright, it's finally fucking my turn Alright <laughs> And I'm pretty excited about this uh, Time to now, put the brakes on Well, yeah, exactly I Might as well just wrap this shit right now Yeah. Right? <laughs> Let's call it Dave, there aren't enough dicks in the world To shut down your fucking fact <laughs> Hey, hey, if Freak Nick didn't shut me up, you're not going to do it. It's yeah. yeah, a, a good point. It's a good point. Their dicks are way bigger. Way bigger. <laughs> yeah. All right. My, I did things a little differently. 
So I'm going to throw no. things out to the both of you. But you've been given a ray gun that multiplies as the size of its target by 100%. What do you shoot to cause the most chaos and confusion? Say it one more time. I, I need to. Gotta, I need to hear that again. I know there were so many multi-syllable words in there. Uh you've been given a ray gun that multiplies the size of its target by a hundred percent. What do you shoot to cause the most chaos and confusion? Donald Trump's vocal cords. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Follow it up. Come on. <laughs> well, I was gonna say because. Craig's dick is going to make it barely visible at that point. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going for something that's really going to like affect the masses. Yeah. <laughs> a shot at Craig's nose is going to affect a mass. Yeah. <laughs> a Catholic mass. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's target number two. The Vatican's right hand. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, if, if you want to increase the chaos in the society, you aim for the biggest ego there is that's just wrong. Just already couldn't be any bigger. And I think I think a right wing Republican president is the best target there is. Yep. Agree. Hey, let's, let, let's take a dick and make him a dickhead that's just the size of New York City. Yeah, he Fuck already him. was. It's going to yeah. be huge. Huge. <laughs> Dave, let me call an audible on the play. How's the whiskey, yeah. brother? Oh, it's it's still sipping smooth, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, can... your response. Um. So, oh, shit. To, that would cause disruption. I said chaos and confusion, but I'm chaos sure and confusion. disruption, man. So he, let's go with that. All right. He came up with a synonym all by himself. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love synonym. Um, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, those fucking crunchy things are delicious. Yeah. <laughs> delicious. You put put it on toast. Uh, no. Cannibalistic motherfuckers. I would say <laughs> <laughs> Kim Kardashian's ass. <laughs> Because they would just be immense at that point. <laughs> You're just watching buildings fall. Yeah, and then Hills. they would have to create a show. Like, instead of Dr. Pimple Popper, it would be like, my ass is killing everyone or something. <laughs> 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 my ass killed my neighbors. Because <laughs> I turned around. from and, the Kardashians. Because I yeah. turned around in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> It's just the live feed of some kid feeling yeah. divots on a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> some poor greenhorn making $7 an hour. He's <laughs> just packing in. Yeah. And Kanye's like, motherfucker, I can't do that. You ever seen her ass? It's got so many pockmarks in it. You wonder how hard did Ray J jizz? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. You know, and, and and Kanye for that matter, you must have just been like launching fucking shrapnel in the <laughs> amount of fucking divots like, that are Take in that my ass. Jesus load. Yeah. <laughs> Buy my Jeezys. Yeah, but... All right, next question, because we gotta move along. 
right. What is the dumbest reply to a serious question you've ever heard? Uh, no, Senator, I do not recall. <laughs> Very, good. Very good. Yeah, I I didn't inhale. <laughs> <laughs> Also, very also th- the same person. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. How about how about every husband ever going? Wait, who? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. We just went to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Desire is their special drink on Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> They, they flick the litter, the glitter at you when you walk through the door. It's crazy. That's it. Yeah, I was the one thousandth customer. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, oh shit. We're moving on because you're not going to top it. No, no, that's not getting topped. No, no, you're not going to top no. it. Yep. All right, both of you. You can delete one website from the internet entirely. Which one is it and why? Oh, wow. Oh, God damn. That's fucking... Oh. Ah, Flat Earth Society. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm going to... No. Too easy. Go back and think. Okay. Go back and think. All right, all right. Can that one just Dave, be deleted know? anyway? Can it be like linked to that other site? <laughs> All right, I tell you what. If you give me a good answer, we'll delete both of them. Okay. But you can delete one website from the end. This is kind of like the, the like the speed round. But yeah. you can delete one set one website from one the one website from the what internet. is it and why? Give me a why though. That's why I'm not letting you do flat earth shit. Ah. Uh, I'm gonna say TMZ. Good call. Explain. TMZ because I want to make my own judgments without someone else telling me why I'm judging people. Yeah. <laughs> I know they're assholes. I don't need someone else telling me why they're assholes. Fair. That's a great answer. Craig, use that as your fucking template. Go. Oh, God. It's it's tough because, see, I, like, I'm limited to, like, three websites. It's, like, RedTube, Facebook. <laughs> he lives in porn Korea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, it's either Pornhub, yeah. Porn Shaft, yeah. or Porn Backdoor. Yeah. I would delete Pic Post because it's so slow to render all the pictures. <laughs> it's like, it's like, por- yeah. Craig's like, all right, it's Pornhub, RedTube, or FriendSaidNo.com. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, that tells me I have a better answer. I want to read yeah. my answer. All right, go ahead. My answer is irs.gov. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That's for obvious reasons. Yes. Yeah, that's fantastic. They're just going to go back to paper, you stupid asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I never received it. Let's move on. Ironically enough, what is the funniest stand up comedy bit of all time? Make your case. Oh, wow. Ooh. Holy shit. Ooh. Come on, speed round. The Let's go. funniest stand up comedy bit of all time? Don't overthink it. What's the one that comes to mind? Dave Chappelle's killing him softly. The whole album? What's the bit? Oh, my God. 
I would say the one bit that catches me that I, every time I think of is the baby selling dope on the corner. There you go. Yeah. Yep. I just, I, it's just because everything about it is so out out of left field, but at the same time, I can't say relatable, but you can picture it. Do you know what I mean? So Dave Chappelle is one of those comedians that tells stories to make things funny. And I've, I have never lived in a ghetto. I have never driven in a limousine that has a roll down window. Oh, but you I've went to Freakness. A, <laughs> you, you can't even say that right. It, it's whatever. Not it's it's Freaknik, not Freaknik. Freakness, which is a Thank horse you. race. That's, well, that's oh yeah, it is. Piece of shit. It is a horse race. Yeah, Freakness. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. Even in a pandemic, you're still the sickest motherfucker. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Moving what got on. me was I didn't have to be black or poor or anything else. To find the humor in a baby selling drugs on the corner at 2 o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah. It was just funny. I've never heard anyone else talk about anything remotely similar. Yep. Okay. I'm going to do like them ESPN shows now because I got more questions. That's Go fire away. Craig, go. Uh, Bill Burr uh, adopting the dog, the pit bull. Yes. Okay. Very good yeah. answer. Because. Why? Why? Well, for one thing, I'm a dog lover. And. I know what it's, and I know people that I I had a pit bull as a young kid. I know people that have pit bulls, but not only that, as a dog owner in general, that whole set of him getting the dog didn't want the dog. Now the dog is in the house. Now he doesn't want the dog. You know, he, I mean, he wants to keep the dog forever. He loves the dog, but that whole thing when he's like, I didn't realize I was amping the dog up. He's watching. His, Sports and he's yelling at the television and he's like yeah yeah and the dog's like fuck yeah <laughs> but when he says when he walks out in the street and he goes and the first person we see the dog's like is that him you want me to fucking get him <laughs> is that that motherfucker right now <laughs> i love that what, what, what was thing. it about that bit that connected with you well because i'm a dog lover i've owned a gazillion dogs you know what I mean? And like I said, I you know, I owned a pit bull. I know how it is. Pit bulls are very much like that. They attach to you. So you you have to um they they, they follow your lead, your your mood. You know, if you're stressed, they start to stress out. If you're aggressive, they're aggressive. So they you know, they they're following your lead because they're so bonded with you and they and they are. So same is true for cats, Craig, which is why yours is an asshole. Oh, he, right before we the last segment, he attacked my fucking leg while we were while I was sitting here and just no, latched on like a fucking like a I don't know, it was like a bad. I'm not gonna lie to you. Next time I come to your house, I might just punt him. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, he's a wicked dick. <laughs> All he right, such on. a douche. This is the question. I think there's two more, but the, this one I think is might be my favorite. What two TV shows would you merge together to make one really great TV show? Oh. And what would you name it? Oh my god. Oh, I got it. I would Seinfeld the Game of Thrones, Game of Jews. <laughs> it would wow. be a bloody version of arguments about shit people didn't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> the red wedding with George Costanza, he's like, sweet. He's just- <laughs> 
He's just hiding under a table while they kill his whole fucking his fiance and whole family. It all starts with them licking envelopes. Yeah. Instead of people dying, they're just handing out bills to people. Yeah. <laughs> so how does a bill collector? Yeah. It's Newman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I think that'd be the most amazing crossover ever. That's pretty fucking. That's Game fucking. of Thrones and Seinfeld. Every episode, you're like, why did they go on that quest? No one knows. That's that's fucking pretty damn good. Game of Schwanz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be like. Game of what am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> Why are we playing? Game of game of <laughs> what's up with that? <laughs> All right, Dave said a good time. Right, yeah, he did. Uh, I would say, huh? This is tough. Um, Star Trek and chips. <laughs> <laughs> Spock and John. Yeah, yeah, right. Hodge <laughs> is on every away team ever. They're just they're, <laughs> they're the Milky Way Highway Patrol, right? So <laughs> she's calling Mips, uniform. right? So they're the oh, Mips. Oh, Dave, hold right? up! Do you realize what's happening here? He's thought about this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so they're Mips, right? Because <laughs> it's the Milky Way Highway Patrol. <laughs> So, you know, you got these ships going through at so many parsecs, you know. <laughs> you got to shut them down. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> think, Keep going. Keep going. So you're going to control the galaxy still. There's laws. You know, there's rules. You can't just whip by a planet at a fucking thousand fucking parsecs an hour and disturb their fucking atmosphere and shit, you know. Yeah. So... There's, there's gonna be controls. Then you got smugglers going from one planet to another, bringing spice and shit. So it's, there needs Senor to be control. Jorge, warp safe. Yeah. Engage. Yeah. yeah. I just want to see the intro of the spaceship going around the exit ramp. Yeah. All the Mexican spacemen go through worm tunnels while all the white guys go through like normal space. <laughs> Clean space. <laughs> all the wor- all the wormholes have a giant fence. <laughs> like you go wicked fast, and halfway you're gonna climb over it, and then you go wicked fast the other side. <laughs> every, every episode's got one one scene where spaceships are just hitting a wall. Yeah. <laughs> the Klingons always get pulled over by seven white spaceships. Yeah. <laughs> they always- they're able to hit the eject button and launch off in the escape pod like three <laughs> seconds before it explodes every time, too. It's perfect. <laughs> you got that uh, one random spaceship out there, the other cop that drives the car, Bear. Like, you just got a wicked slow shuttle. He's like, Hey, shows up 10 minutes later. 
The last 10 minutes is the Asian spaceship just can't park. (laughs) (laughs) It's crashing into the space station. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, All right. One more. One more. I think we got time for it. All right. When you look back at like shows that document the 60s, they always play All Along the Watchtower and Fortunate Son and songs like that to kind of set the mood. What song or songs will be overused in every future documentary depicting 2020? Oh, shit. Like, what is going to categorize this era in history? This era whether or not, history. Whether or not you realize it, what's going on right now is something they're going to be talking about in history books. Yeah. No, it, this, this will go on for a thousand years from now. So what are the songs that immediately bring you to 2020 just like fortunate son brings us back to the 60s that's tough that's a tough one wow i I came to play yeah you did that's pretty impressive man i have my moments (laughs) i yeah i'm gonna need a moment to think on this you know what's funny is is, that's one of those questions that you almost can't answer accurately until five years from now yeah yeah (laughs) right so get back you know to us, I mean? like, Brad. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's 2020. Who knows what what sound is now? Like well, we that's just, just get new. It. It, 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 are they going to just it, like, crank Billie Eilish? <laughs> sure, like if, if if you're if you're into fat heroin addicts, sure, Billie Eilish works. I I'll be honest with you. I think the answer's been right in front of us the whole time. I think it's Tool. Yeah. I think All that. Right. I think that new fucking album that everybody's divided on and nobody wants to admit sucks because they love Tool so much. Yeah. Okay. We can all agree that 2020, everybody at January 1st, 2020 was like, this is my year. And now they're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of how they felt when they realized the Tool album sucked. So that's yeah. going to be it. So, but yeah. it's not my question. It's your question. Go. Uh, oh, shit. It's I don't know I'm I'm struggling with this one. This is it's pretty deep. It's no, you know you know what 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 bothers me about this question is not that I don't have an answer. I can answer it for me. I can't answer it for the general population. Well, nobody's asking and, you. To. No, no, no. I'm asking you. But but, but let, I'll tell you what. Let me loosen the reins. Bring right. it back f- within the last five years. It's, the f- it's a generation. Okay. Yeah, a generational thing. Okay, it, it's a it's a it's a moment in time. So I'll give you five years, but pick songs within five years, because nobody wants Dave to speak on behalf of the generation. That's no, the they, they don't. And that's but that's the problem is I'm at a point. We're all kind of in the same boat. The three of us. We're all in yeah. our forties. So we've all gotten to a point in our lives where we've. Our musical tastes and influences has kind of been solidified. So what I mean is, I don't think I don't foresee a new band coming out that's going to galvanize my future for me. It's not going to happen. If I was 22 years old, the possibilities are endless. But for me right now, I know what I like and I know what I want to hear, and I'm Nothing's going to surprise me right, musically. But again, now, now, let's think about it. It's you're not just trying, me. I got you. I, but I, you're I, trying I to you. portray this to an uh, people who are historically studying 2020. Or let's call it 2015 to 2020. What song jumps at you? Now, I know you li- still listen to new music, 
especially Viking death metal. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on this. Just p- pick a song that you think is representative of the last five years. Oh my god! You know I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say there's one song that jumps out to me. I think it's it's from Pink. It's I think it's Pink. It's all about like I want more. Is it, I don't know the name of the song, but she's she's singing about like I want more and stuff. And I think that's what this generation's on. Like they feel like they've got a lot, but they want something else. And it, things c- should be better for them. And I it took 28 minutes, but you gave me the answer I was looking for. That's know, a but, phenomenal answer. But that's that's what I'm thinking is like All right. these th- these kids are feeling like, hey, like I things they don't understand. Oh my god, I'm so old right now. I can't. They don't understand how well things are off for them, and they feel like they need more things to make it better. Whereas we we understand what it was like 20 years ago and can appreciate what we have. So I think that song captures this moment right now. Amen. I'm gonna say this because it's a cover of a song from that era. What era? The 60s and 70s. All right, so so for these folks, fifty years ago, yeah, but or sixty, depending on what you. But were actually, right so, now, so I think you it, think twenty fifteen to twenty twenty is going to be best summed up by a cover of a song from fifty years ago. Yeah. All right, let's let's see, let's hear him out. Let's see what he has to say. What do you got? Sounds of silence disturbed. Ooh, ooh. tell me why. Oh, I'm not. I'm because oh, go, yeah, it's melodic. It's. Speaks truth. The the lyrics are fucking so true. Um, and not just it, not just what's happening right now, what we're doing, but the prevalence of anxiety and stress and all this stuff that's come up over the past few years. It, it's come out so far in the open now. There's no, you know what I mean. Everybody used to hide that stuff, the anxieties. Um, stresses and depression has become so it, it prevalent was, in the past few it was, years. It was never socially okay to say, "Hey, I'm I'm the father or I'm the I'm the man of this family. I don't feel good about where we're at." Yeah, and the and exactly. And if you looked at somebody and said, "You know, I'm depressed," they'd be like, "You know, buck up, kid." <laughs> Or I got a lot of anxiety Pussy You know what I mean (laughs) It's it's funny Because Fran's like This shit hasn't worked in 25 years Yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No but it's it's true And and for some reason I don't know it was funny You know we're stopping and starting this Because we have to Because of the way we're doing this show We have to you know, we have to keep stop, and I it made me think for a minute because I had another song in my head, but I was like, no, I think that's the one because it worked, and I think well, that was like 2016 they did that. It was a few, yeah, it wasn't that long ago. But what what was the other song you had in your head? It was way older. It was Alice in Chains tune. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make it, was, it irrelevant. It, well, I it was funny. It was down in a hole. All right, so you're, that's irrelevant. It was yes. it was irrelevant because it was more of a depression thing, and I think and the reason why I thought it was because of where we are right now. That's what I yeah, kept thinking. Yeah, like that, I get where you're going with that, but the fact that you got to dip back almost thirty years, yeah, 
to a song to get something that matches this. That's not really where we're at. No. If somebody plays I... disco, I know it's a late 70s thing. Yeah. If somebody plays hair metal, I know it's a but late But that's why I thought, thing. but for some reason, I thought, for some reason, it clicked in my head, like I like I was saying, if you notice over the past few years, it's it's always been acceptable. It's not. A, it's. A, I'm not saying it was like a. It was a bad. It, but it was. There was a stigma behind depression and anxiety, and and these things. And nobody openly talked about it. And no, I, that song has a lot. Of, like, hey, listen, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm sad. I will. I will agree with you on the nature of that song. I'm going to disagree with you on the fact that nothing else comes to that level with the f- sense of depression. Well, no, because I, I think, I think every generation has their own version of self-loathing wallowing. Oh, of in my course, own but I'm not going to listen to fucking, I'm not going to listen no. to fucking Beyonce tomorrow. Of course you're not because you're 45 <laughs> you know? years old. You know, and I said well, 45 I mean. because I don't want to tell everyone you're 62. Yeah. And I'm not, <laughs> My, my, and I'm not, but, and I'm not knocking Beyonce. Don't, I'm no. not saying that, but I'm not. Hey, no, 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 stop! I'll stop it right there. Fuck Beyonce. Yeah. Now, <laughs> let, now that I get that out of the way, I, I'm gonna say it. The three of us are out of touch with. Yes. Today's generation. Yeah, I disagree. The, I listen to modern music constantly, and there are a billion bands that no. cover those same sentiments. And that's why this was a tough question because I know you, you listen it was. to modern music done by today's bands, this or done by your bands. No, yeah. not true. Here's, here's what I I'm listen saying. to new bands. I, you're, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. I listen right. to new bands. Well, Brad's gonna edit this out anyway. No, but what I'm no, saying no. is, <laughs> he listens. No. He listens to new. Shut bo- up! I don't care if you have the zoom. <laughs> Shut your face. Here's what I'm saying. The three of the three of us. We find our center is in the 90s, whether it's the early 90s, mid or late 90s. That's where our center is. And it's going to we're going to have a standard deviation of a few years up or down from there. Today's generation, if we use 2020 as our median, they're going to go back to like 2010 and they're going to have an influence up to 2025. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. If we take that kind of framework, what we're talking about doesn't apply to them. Alice in Chains from 1995, they don't care about. No. That's that is 12 years before they were born. Yeah, exactly. That's why I did that's why if, like that was it a song doesn't, of- It doesn't mean the message isn't relevant. It means that the music at the time isn't relevant. Yep. So the three of us Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, Craig, you're probably the most in tune to it because of your niece, Taryn, she's more involved with music for this generation. How old is she? Thirteen or fourteen? She's seventeen. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a social major. No, but, but actually, that's even better. But I ta- I've taken I've taken her to three concerts, and probably she, gonna take it to another one. She is in tune to that generation. Yeah. Brad, a little less than you, but more than me, because his daughter is in that 12 to 15 age range with music. My daughter's a little younger. So we're looking at it from 
a parent's perspective, not from their perspective. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not agreeing with I, you. I, I, I listen to I listen I know to you're new not music. agreeing. It's because Brad I embarrass but, but my I, daughter with the music I listen but to. But because you I, have I the, think the message is the same from every generation. It just sounds different. Yeah. But, I agree. But there, there's nothing that they aren't releasing today that isn't consistent with what Allison Chains was doing in the nineties. I agree. Oh, with no, that. I agree with 100%, that. That's what I'm saying. There, it there sounds are bands different. Through, it still doesn't answer my question, which was what's going to be the song that 30 years from now, people are going to say that's 2020. Yeah. I can tell you, I don't know. I don't know because I'm not, I can, I can say I don't, I'm not in tune enough with the music right now to you answer that. You could have that said that 20 rationally. minutes ago. I could have. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'll, I'll just shut up. I'm, I'm saying like my musical tastes have almost almost stopped with what's new and what I'm going to like. I know what I'm into. I know what I enjoy. I'm not that open to something new as someone fucking who's 15 death years metal. old. No, I'm, I'm having I'm, a, I'm the same way. I'm having a tough time with that. Realizing like, because I was always like, no, I'm listening to the latest music. No, I'm not. You know, yeah, you're listening you're to the latest music from the people you like. Well, from the people I like, like Amonamoth was something when you said, I was like, listen, I like those guys. I didn't know about them until it was like last summer. It was but the Slayer concert. But they've yeah. been around since 1994. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I didn't know about them until it was it was last summer. And I was like, wow, these guys are fucking fantastic. And I started listening to them. And I love them. And I mean, I do, you know, I'm, I'm not listening to the radio because especially around here, local radio, I'm just, they're just playing Aerosmith still. <laughs> Uh, Aerosmith, ACDC, fucking Boston. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. I love that I get Craig's it. getting judgy, though, because Craig is still working his way through a cassette sampler. That he yeah. Got. yeah. <laughs> no, and don't get me wrong. It's songs that I like, but it's like, fuck, man. So I don't, but I don't seek it. Like, Brad listens to music. You know, he's, he's like, uh, he's looking for songs. I'm I like not, new bands. I, yeah. I like bands that are half my age. I really do. They're they're making some really no, cool new versions they of are. the sound that I like. They are, and 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 because you've played a ton of shit to me, I'm like, wow, that's fucking incredible. You know, I'm like, that's I love that tune, but I'm not seeking it. I'm not looking for it because I'm like doing, like I said, I'm you know, I love music. I'm do, but I'm doing things, and I have a very eclectic fucking taste in music. I listened to everything, except for like country and and funk, you know what I mean? Like not when I say so, funk, I mean like like rap. I don't mean all funk. Right, so you listen yeah. to half of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but I'm not. No, look, I, I I get what you're saying. It's like here, gospel. Here's what I, gospel like, makes me nervous. I like me <laughs> <laughs> I like new music from the bands that I like already. It's, yeah. it's a rare occurrence that I catch a new band with new music that I like. That you like. It, it's And I can't even say what we talked about earlier, Amon Amarth. They're not new. No, they're not. They've been around longer than, than my kids, than, than your nieces, than Brad's kids. Yep. They're new to me. Uh, so I, I am I'm biased towards the type of music I like from the bands that came out in the generation that I grew up with. So I think I think Okay, Brad's, so nobody has an answer is what you're telling me. No, I I'm, I don't have an answer because I don't know enough about what's 
popular now to tell you what this generation is. Right, that was, well, that was Brad's you. point was to stump us. Yeah. No. Well, no, no, it's not stumping us. I honestly it's... thought that you guys would have something. But let's move on. Because I did give you an answer. But... Well, we, we are talking about. It was wrong, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was very wrong. But why don't we move on to what the internet says we should Yes. Do. Yes. So so as part of this exercise of podcasting without a net, it wasn't just us trying to throw new topics at each other. We reached out to our, our I'm going to say fans, <laughs> our friends, fans, and asked To an audience. We reached out to an audience. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I will... Full and by disclosure. the way, hello, Iowa. Yes. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Fucking thank you, Iowa. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Joey B, for listening. Yeah. I'm um, really hoping it's it's two of the five members yeah. of Slipknot. So, uh, so uh, uh, yeah. from what I can tell, from what I can tell, Joey B has essentially forced our podcast onto every um, morning radio clock in his hotel. Which is great. Fucking yeah, I'll love. I'll take the 12 extra listeners. I fucking uh, love Joey. <laughs> Joey's the best. So Joey's he, the best. Here's what we did. We reached out on social for some ideas on topics to talk about. In the same vein as what we just did for the last hour and a half. We basically asked our friends, what should we talk about? And we got some good responses. So we have three good responses. I want to throw out there from three very good friends. So the first one comes from our friend Wayne. All right. Wayne gave us the Wayne gave us the topic of, and before I say this, I should I should put the disclaimer out that I'm the only one that's read this, and it's happened in the last ten minutes. Craig and Brad haven't seen this yet. No. So what Wayne wants us to talk about is the other Shark Week. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Discovery <laughs> Channel Shark Week, the other Shark Week. I, Wayne, that's fucking fantastic, dude. <laughs> I fucking so, love it. So my my response would probably would what I would like my response to be is let me set up a camera in my living room yeah. and let you live stream my response for the next twelve hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the other Shark Week, gentlemen, what do you have for the other Shark Week? I have two women in my house. The end. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Game over. Right. Not right. only does he have two women, Brad has his wife and his, I want to say teenage daughter. She's, she's not, close enough. She's not numerically. She's not there in the mature sense. She's there, right? Yeah. No, she's a teenager for all intents and purposes. She is. And so I, you know how a lot of people at the beach name their houses. And I've decided to put a big sign out front of my house called Chumville. <laughs> That's like it's, instead of hand sanitizer in the mailbox, you just have band-aids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my thing is why why don't we have things like like hippo week and bear week? Like fucking like animals that kill more people than sharks, right? <laughs> You know, I'd watch Hippo have, Week in a heartbeat. Cobra Week. Wait, wait. Yeah. I would I would wait, can we please please have a live episode when Craig goes to his wife and says, Hey Fran, this is Hippo Week. 
I'm gonna follow you with yeah. the camera. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hippos fucking do kill more people fucking on a daily basis than sharks do on a year. Yeah. So why do we have those weeks? Why? Because they're fat and they just float. Yeah, like they don't look they, they don't look threatening. You know, they look like somebody fucking blew up a mat like threw a mattress in the water. <laughs> you ever wonder if why this is why Dave had a bad week? Yeah, yep. <laughs> But I mean, there's there's tons of weeks we could have. Shut up, Brian Craig's digging the big deeper hole. <laughs> Go ahead. There's tons of other weeks we could have. You know, fucking Tiger Week. <laughs> you know, what kills a lot of people in Africa? More things than fucking sharks. <laughs> I'll tell you that. CT Fly Week. Black Mamba Week. You know? Hey, wait, wait. Let me stop. What what would you do if Frank came up to you on Tuesday and was like, "Hey, uh, I'm, I'm kind of feeling into you this week, but uh, it's a uh, it's Ebola week." Yeah. <laughs> it depends. That, that, depends on how much the quarantine, how long the quarantine was. <laughs> if it was going to be months, I'd probably lick a doorknob. <laughs> hey, can we name this episode Frandemic? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are, the, are those pants five mil or ten mil? That you makes a big difference. <laughs> oh shit! I could see Craig going up to it and I want to socially distance you from your pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, only fuck? two feet. Is it just at my ankles? <laughs> this one. Now I'm gonna take them fully off. Just- is that your pickup line every night? <laughs> this won't take long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I, I just go, hey, you got a minute? <laughs> it's funny because in my house, shark a quick week. commercial break. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's happened. <laughs> I was going to say, in my house, Shark Week always coincides with non recycling week. <laughs> Meanwhile, in my house, Toxic shock syndrome's a bigger concern than coronavirus. I can tell you that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I use all the paper towels during Shark Week to pick up all the leaves in my backyard. Yeah. See, it's funny that you guys never asked me what my song from the two thousands would be, but it would be oh, hemorrhage. I... Oh my god. There That's you go. Not okay. No. I know, but. And it Nothing. is at the same time. And, and it Amen. coincided with Shock Week and fucking. <laughs> I named my house Chumville. I think it's pretty obvious where I'm at right yeah. now. Lots of bleeding going on over there. All right, Wayne, yeah. thank you for that question. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah. and thank you for ending two marriages. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if, if Melissa ever comes home and is like, Brad, you need a bigger boat, we need to call it. <laughs> If she needs a boat, I just call her a She's been sailing around in that dinghy for years. She's just dealing with it. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Craig's seaweed is just latched on. Looks like a a broken fishing net. (laughs) All tattered and fucked up. Like you're in a bad seafood restaurant hanging over the booth. Yeah. (laughs) 
plastic lobster. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next question, Dave? The next question comes from our buddy Joey B. All right. Why? It's why, good to see us branching out. I know, right? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we've we've branched out beyond the immediate family to our secondary family. Yes, that's uh, right. So Joey B wants to know why I wish we weren't socially distancing ourselves from friends. No. Yeah. <laughs> why is there an International Women's Day but not an International Men's Day? Well, Joey, because it rhymes with Wednesday, single. and people would get confused. Yeah. <laughs> I like to point you the last ninety-three minutes as Exhibit A. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to see these three faces sing John Lennon, but they would like to see Gal Gadot sing anything. Yep. Exactly. Uh, the Women's Day thing should happen once a month. <laughs> <laughs> In Chumville, they should call it Shark. T- <laughs> they call it Shark Tip. Yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> shark fin stew. Like they, all they do is get together and bitch and complain and fight. <laughs> it just turns into a fucking nasty uh, arguments everywhere. Fucking, you just see hair pulling and fucking crazy shit. <laughs> That's it. Bleeding frenzy. Yeah. <laughs> Wall Street turns into 48 hours of binge drinking. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't want men's night to happen. Because if it did, what would happen is, like, say it started on a Thursday. Like, oh, Thursday's men's night. And everybody got together and all the men would be like, hey, this is fucking awesome. Let's do it tomorrow. Right? And then the (laughs) next thing you know, (laughs) men's night would be like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It would just be a 360 like fucking that would be it. The fucking society would break down. Oh, you know? yeah. In, in like, the cities, every, in the cities, yeah. it, anybody with a first floor apartment would have smears on their windows like yeah. <laughs> they would just see like a pair of penny loafers and socks and a little spurt on the window like <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, it's men's night. Everybody goes out and gets fucked up. The next day, all the guys are like, hey, whatever happened to that coronavirus? Yeah. Like, that was six months ago. Did you say corona? Perfect. Isn't it men's night? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not giving up the idea of balls on windows. Yeah, you, you ever just do the flying squirrel? Oh, no. No, you got to lift your balls up and yep. show the bottom of it. That's the flying squirrel. Oh, yeah. You ever do grape and raisin? Grape <laughs> Grape and raisin's great. You just squeeze, then release, squeeze, then release. Yeah. Ball tricks are great, and I think men's night would be full of that. So yeah. I, I think that's something we should all embrace. Yep. See, I, I think we're looking at this the wrong way. I think if we had a men's day, the repercussions would be double-fold the opposite. Which What I mean is, if we had a men's day the reaction would be twice as hard. Meaning, all the women would be like, all right, fuckers, you all went to, to Desire and you had some titties thrown in your face. I'm going to go here and have a dick thrown down my throat. And I'm going to go buy 25 down purses. Down my throat, even. <laughs> and 75 pants. I think though they would boost the economy, but they would... <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they would compromise the, the American family at its core. 
Boost. <laughs> it would boost. This was like the latest yeah, Trump was, update yeah. on, on fucking COVID nineteen. An international men's day. I can see. I can see. The, I can see if you said like in every way possible. I have like, never heard so many words said without any of them landing. Yep, never. Oh, that's fair. I was thinking if you said like helicoptering a dick on the head <laughs> or something, but but no, you were throwing the dicks right down their throats. <laughs> Right to the zero economy, like like that was like that was gonna stop the world. Tons hey, of dicks in people's mouths. You can't trade stocks if you can't breathe. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, we ended it on that. <laughs> we are wrapping it up. Yep. We are Next wrapping question. it up on that. <laughs> now, well, one more question. Okay. One more right. question. The last one comes from our friend Caracas. Oh, well, well All right. this is a perfect way to do it. Cara this is, is the wife of the bass player of Cycle. Of Cycle, yep. Yes. So That's what right. a good way to go full circle. Hell yeah. I'm going to let Dave Jack Daniels his way through this and then. We'll yeah. <laughs> Look at him. And I'll, I'll be honest. I, I am. I am not going to argue with Caracas on any. Topic, topic ever, ever. yeah anyway <laughs> yep you're ever. already wrong yep that's true yep she's like now nah, dave i would have said it different i already fucked up she's awesome <laughs> no no what i'm loving about this episode is i don't think we've had an episode where dave has gotten totally wasted <laughs> i'm fucked up dave is fucked up right now and i can see it in his eyes through the camera <laughs> me and craig have had many of these episodes we've been waiting for dave yeah the supposed quote unquote runner of the yeah, movie yeah. to say. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm thrilled. I'm I am thrilled. thrilled. I've never yeah. seen Dave be less of an outboard motor. Yeah. Than I've never been happier to be an utter yeah. opposed to a runner. I'm good with this. And you know what the crazy thing is you still think you're getting squeezed in milk later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm getting milked. Ain't nobody squeezing it though. <laughs> All right, finish us off with this inspiration Cara. from Kara. So, so Kara wants to know about the state of toilet paper, fact or fiction. <laughs> That's not even English, Kara. What are you doing? Yeah. Hey, it's, you said she's not wrong. She can't it exists. Wrong. It yeah. exists. Toilet paper exists. The state of it, it just, is. It doesn't exist in my house. Yo, yes. That's the thing. The state of it is. Uh, it's a good thing you're drinking this much. <laughs> they, they're gonna, yeah. They're going to have to stop pumping it out. <laughs> We're going to have to transition. Like, like GM is going to have to switch over to making toilet paper <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Did you hear International Paper, the, the, like the one company that makes all of it, yep. said there's no shortage. No, there isn't. No. There We're isn't. sitting on tons of it. It's it, they're just saying you're not sitting on tons of it. <laughs> it, it. There's not a lot out there right now, but they're making so much of this no, shit they, that within three months it's going to be like TVs in China. Yeah, there's a reason flat screens are so fucking cheap right they're, now. They're uh, because they made too many of them, I, and there's going to be so much toilet paper we're going to be getting for a nickel a roll. I so, did. So what what Kara's saying is, I think the answer to her question is a little bit of both. There's a it's a fact that there's a toilet paper shortage. It's fiction that there's no more toilet paper for us to buy. Yeah. 
It's there. I went. It's just people. People are buying. There are people that live in our state that live in Rhode Island right now. They can wipe their ass until Thanksgiving without oh, going back to the store. Until uh, Thanksgiving of 2024. Right. Because <laughs> people are hoarding it like assholes. Meanwhile. For their my assholes. Poor, <laughs> right, my, 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 my poor city is going to have to pressure wash the curbs across the street from me because I'm going to be dragging my ass across the corner of the, the curb to get the shit out of my butt crack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. If you have a low-lying fence in East Providence, <laughs> look out. Yep. Yes. <laughs> but it's just Invest one of those things. Hose. I I know somebody. I I mean, no, not no sir. I did a job for a guy who is uh, his brother was his brother is a manager for he's a he's the manager at one of the local warehouses for the grocery stores locally, and uh, it's a big chain grocery store. And the guy was like. There's, he's like, the warehouse is full. He's like, people are just cleaning the shelves off before we can bring the stuff there. He's like, he's like, we're not running out of stock anytime. This was two days ago. He's like, we're not running out of stock anytime soon. He's like, it's here, but it's, it's he's like, eventually, he's like, if it kept up like this. Then yeah, it'll slow down. But he's like, right now, there's no. He's like, fucking months, <laughs> you know. So business as usual. Yeah, he's like, we got months of stock right now. We are looking within a few weeks because everybody who bought five months of this, yep, is gonna stop buying. Yeah, they're done buying. Well, yeah. how yeah, many fucking so- rolls of toilet paper do you need? You'd have to buy a separate house. <laughs> Yeah, not to mention the wipes. Everybody's yeah. buying up these wipes. By the way, if you're on a septic system, you're did you? Fucked. Yeah, did you see what was happening in in London? They have yeah, all well, kinds of problems between those Bergs. fucking shout out, between shout those fucking Manny Bergs and the fucking and oh, they're, they're flushing fat those. Bergs. Yeah, the Fatbergs and people are flushing down those uh, baby wipes and shit, and it's just ruining this fucking sewer systems. All right, so Kara, thank you for bringing us to such a happy time. Yeah. <laughs> On the debut of your husband's awesome new single, yes. we decided to talk about shit. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, hey, hey my, my husband's going to debut his, his single on this show. Let's round it out with shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, you know what? We're night. We're night. Yeah. This is, uh, as far as podcasting goes, this is the new normal. Yeah. At, at least, for, at least for now. But uh, you know what? All things considered, we did our show. It doesn't sound great. It may not do justice to what we wanted to do tonight. But ultimately, this is what we've been dealt. We got lemons. And we made lemonade. We made lemonade. If you want to get uh, a better taste of what we're all about, go to any episode prior to this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you can find a lot of them over at the all new Needless to Say Podcast.com. Uh, which has kind of a curated selection of episodes. If you're new to the show, they'll tell you what it'll tell you what to go to. If you want to just hear the most recent ones, it's got that too. Check us out there. If you want the whole thing, you want to check us out at ntspodcast.podbean.com. If you really liked us tonight and love the static and you love the crosstalk and you love the weird fuzziness, Buy our shit over at yeah. represent.com <laughs> slash store slash NTS podcast. 
<laughs> if there's just not enough noise on this show and you need more noise, what better place to get noise than social media? And you can catch us on Twitter at NTS underscore podcast, on Facebook at NTS no underscore podcast, and on Instagram where Dave's been active, as active as this current version of Dave can do. <laughs> Right. Yeah. All lowercase, needless to say, podcast. Um, Craig, do you want to give us a little bit of insight about Endeavor Podcast Solutions? Endeavor Podcast Solutions. If you want to create a podcast, have a podcast, need help with it, audio, editing, whatever you want, they got you covered. Go see them, EndeavorPodcastSolutions.com. And you know what, guys? Normally, I want one of us to just kind of kick it out and hit that big, fat, gnarly riff that plays us out every week. But can we agree, we've got first rights to cycles kill the machine? Yeah. Can we hear it the fuck again? Of course. Why yeah. would we not play Absolutely. it a second time? <laughs> right? right? One more time with feeling. This is cycle kill the machine. Craig? Needless to say, cycle's about to say it.